everybody, it's Deb D. Francesco with Bitchless Bride and Mian. How are you doing? I'm here with Carrie Tabaski. How, how, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Let's doing? try this again. Let's try this again. Uh, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, we had a few mic issues, but now here we are. Now I think we're loud and clear. Totally. Right? Yeah. Maybe too loud. No, we're fine. Turning we're fine. us down in their cars okay. right now. We're good. Anyway, okay, so today I'm super excited for my guests. Uh, we are talking with certified life and health coach Melinda Keegan. Yay, Melinda's here. Um, outside of being a total badass physically and mentally, Melinda believes everybody is capable of living much bigger, leading their own lives, and letting their unique light shine. She describes herself as a spiritual gangster, which is like my favorite thing on the whole planet. I love that. <laughs> right? Spiritual gangster uh, who coaches with strength and compassionate insight with people who decide that it is their responsibility to seek more from their lives and their relationships and their health and their career and their community. I mean, and... Who doesn't want that? Well, we, <laughs> yes. I, totally. I mean, you, there's going to be another podcast about that. Um, and I I believe everyone needs a little mental push when it comes to next steps and be it planning a wedding, living a healthy lifestyle, and achieving professional and personal goals. I mean, it's really basic. A simple definition of the word coach is to train or instruct or to prompt or urge somebody with instructions. Not give answers, but to help you get into the right headspace to answer your own questions. And it was funny. I actually kind of had to, when I was researching, I had to kind of Google the very basics of it because I think we get a little wrapped up in the bigger meaning. Um, anyway, specifically, Melinda is a leadership coach at Talentedly. Talentedly is an online one-on-one -on -one professional learning and development coaching platform for everyone in the organization. The users have access to a management and leadership development program through the Talented Lead platform and one-on-one -on -one coaching from certified professional coaches. Plus, Melinda, oh my God, seriously, this is like the longest intro. I'm so impressed with you. Melinda is a health and nutrition coach at CrossFit Launchpad, and that's CrossFitLaunchpad.com. Remember how I said she was a total badass? Like, I've seen this girl at the gym. So she 100% puts her money where her mouth is. And so let's get started. Turn it up, Brideys and Beyonders. Melinda, thank you for being here. Oh, very excited to join you ladies today. Yay! Yay. It's so weird to see you with, like, real clothes on. And I'm showered. And showered. Oh, yeah, <laughs> not wearing a headband or sweating. Yep. Oh, my God, it's right? A plus. Me too. I'm sweating a little bit. It's, <laughs> it's really warm in It's here. a little hot in the booth today. Yeah. Are we full of hot air, you think? Or? No, it, plus hormones. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is that a whole other... That's, yeah. That might be a whole other podcast, the hormones. But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. We've, you know. We've we've been recording for a little while. Oh my god. And we've had some coffee, but And a brownie. Oh, yeah. And a and, and a Trader Joe's dark chocolate peanut butter <gasps> cup. Oh. Those are outside. Yeah. Those are good. I've never yeah. had a dark chocolate peanut butter cup. And it was like gooey in the middle. Yeah, cuz it's warm. In here. It's warm because it's warm. <laughs> We're the podcast garage in Austin, Massachusetts right now and it is Little toasty piece. It's fine. It's fine. It's good because you know whining. what? You know why? Because it's really fucking freezing outside. It's really Actually, freezing. today isn't bad, but it's like really it's... cold. And I just saw something about another. Didn't we already have an Arctic blast? And now I just read something about another Arctic blast coming through. So let's oh, not complain about that. I don't. I'm sorry. I just I mean, fell asleep this is why for a second I never wear. <laughs> this is why I never wear sleeves because my 
I just, my, yeah. I didn't I start having sweaty. pit out problems till after, I want to say, like, after my kids. That's when I got, like, ten times worse. Yeah. And now it's like, I just show everybody so they know. <laughs> I know, right? Like, when you can laugh at yourself. When just you own it, Debbie. Right? Just own, own it. it. You own it. I didn't mean laugh at yourself. I meant own it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Are you laughing with me, Carrie? Yes. Always. Always. All right. Let's bring it to Melinda. Because yes. we're going off, I know, off right? our fucking rockers. So, Melinda, tell us your story. So, like. I want to know how you started coaching. I know you have a background in HR, which looking at you and talking to you and being with you, like it's super, I mean, it, I mean, you're born for that. It's a natural progression. So tell me, tell me about you. Yeah. I think in hindsight, it's, it looks like a natural progression, but in the moment it didn't feel like it. I had no idea what I wanted to do. Really? Um, and I think I was one of those kids that I just love. I was always people watching and I still do. I just find it fast. You're a voyeur in a good way. <laughs> in a good way. <laughs> yeah, at least for this podcast. Yeah. Purposes. Um, yeah. Just like noticing what's going on in the room with yeah. me, you know, in school, looking around the classroom, who's tapping their foot who's biting their nails, who's talking a lot. And even when I was older, just even now, I'll look around the room and I just notice things about people. So I've always had like this connection and attraction to wanting to be with people and notice them and have awareness about them. That's cool. Um, I totally get that. Yes. I like going to the airport. Oh, no. that's mesmerizing, such a, right? Such a great place to people watch. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and disgusting. And disgusting. And, anyway. Yeah. That is true. And I'm always just, I'm like, yes, when I see someone being totally, like, just weird or doing odd things. But I'm like, you know what? Like I said to you, you own it. You like, own it. As long as you're not being gross. <laughs> right. And everybody has a story, yeah. right? That's Well, that's exactly. Carrie's exactly. a sweaty bitch. Yeah. I am such a sweaty, well, badass bitch. Well, right. For so long, I mean, at least for myself, right? There's so many things that you hold you hold inside, yes. right? And you are afraid to let out because it's not the norm. So when you finally feel confident enough to let it out, yes. I'm like, yes, that person feels good about themselves. Go for it. And you know what? Yeah. Let, so be it. Because yeah. you know what? So I feel like everyone's so self-absorbed anyway that they kind of don't even notice. Like we, we get worried that people are judging us. But people are so self-absorbed that they don't even notice us half the time. <laughs> like, Seriously, yeah. it's so true. It's but true, right? Yeah, that is very... Like, you're having a fat day. Someone else's fat day is worse than your fat day. <laughs> like, oh, do you know what I mean? Like, they're like, I, they're so in their head right now. They're not even noticing that you might have, like, a bra bulge or something. You know right. what I mean? Like, the back fat. They don't give a fuck. I'm going to come to you to validate, to reinforce that idea <laughs> What I'm having one of those days. Perfect. <laughs> I, I, I will be here. All right. I will be here. Sounds... So I love it. Yeah. So I think my first job out of school, it was a startup biotech. I kind of just fell into it. And there happened to be an opening for an HR manager. Zero experience. I had been working there for a couple of years. But I was like, how hard can it be? I can totally do this. I can talk to people. I can do whatever. And you're likable. Well, thank you. Um, but it, it had just um, been an opportunity. So I marched into the CEO's office and I said, listen, I'm going to work hard. There's an open position. Give me six months. Good and he you. said, you know what? Yeah, let's do it. So that's how that's it great. kind of wow. started. And it was a wonderful experience that I was learning the business as the company was growing. I was learning about what the heck to do. Um, yeah. But what it did for me is it was very clear what the things I really loved to do and the things that I didn't like. I could do without benefits. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> paperwork, th those types of things. But I felt this draw to people and development, even employee relations where we could get to, you know, resolve something Absolutely. Um, and move forward. So I knew it, there was something in that area. 
uh, for me. So I just really concentrated on that in that role. I went back and I got my master's in org development and really grew um, in those areas where I wanted to. Um, but it wasn't until I had my second son, who's now uh, eight, wow. um, that I said, I don't want to do this strict HR thing anymore. I know there's something more. And I had been thinking about coaching for a while. My mother does something kind of similar. Nice. Um, so she was kind of, you know, cheering me on. And I just took the plunge and I signed up for a training course it was an 18 month wow. um, uh, coaching oh, wow. yeah it's it's pretty it was pretty in depth and i'm i'm so happy that i went that route and it was a life changing experience for me during those 18 months and i the thought that kept going through my mind was if i can help someone have the same experience that i just did sign me up i am all over that oh and my god I, I feel very emotional i'm serious for yeah. a second like no it's I feel like it's kind of been the theme. Last tearing up, maybe a little. <laughs> Last week we talked with a therapist. This week we're talking with somebody. Like this is going to air on Thanksgiving, so, Ooh, so maybe people are listening kind of in between as they're going from home to home, and you know we're getting towards the end of the year when people are starting to think of professional and personal goals and what they want to accomplish in 2020, and like you, like I feel like maybe I'm tearing up because I feel like this podcast, if I can help one person if i can make one person laugh if i can just you know if someone no. you just did <laughs> oh not me i'm not, not that you. person we're, i mean, a you, different person you, we're done then, <laughs> that was actually surprisingly funny though that's uh, good i mean i know you're, you're funny, but that are was you good. surprised i did that not was surprisingly funny. it was only surprising because i did not expect it and i, I didn't it. either i know it's right? improv it's improv go I ahead like anyway thanks um but no truly like i think that just resonates resonated so much with me because I think we like we want people to feel what we're feeling and it had a profound impact on who you are who you were maybe the self you wanted to shed and grow and you want that for other people and that's uh, that's why I started Bitchless Bride the blog a million yeah. years ago and that's why I started the podcast so we can have these moments together where you feel like maybe I'm doing something kind of fucking awesome for somebody right now. And, or maybe they're just like, maybe they needed a laugh and they laughed at Carrie laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I, but no, so thank you for doing what you did. I, I love that you're like, okay, I got through this and damn, like you're empowered. Yeah. yeah. I, I do want to back up for one second. I, I, the other thing that I love that you did is that you said you marched into the CEO's office yeah. and you're like, so I'm going to do this. <laughs> yeah. right. And that I, I have to say, like, we're in a, we're in a woman's movement lately and it's so exciting and so empowering. And I love that you're like, I'm not asking you. I'm basically just telling you that this is my next step. I was stunned that he said, okay, but I had been there, you know, sure. a year and a half or so. And I felt like I was kind of proved myself a little bit but I'll tell you on the inside my knees were shaking right like I was very I was very nervous but I was like you know what why not let's give it a go and he was he was awesome he said you know what? let's do you, it you don't ask you don't get and yeah. the worst that he could have said to you was sorry I don't think you're qualified or like you know let's put you in a train whatever it is he could exactly. have he could have had a million different answers but what Different answers. Different answers. What? I'm from Chicago. I'm not from yeah. Boston. I picked up on that. I was wondering if you were going to. <laughs> he could have said a million different things. I'm not trying that again. But but he obviously believed in you. Yeah, it worked out really well. I was there for seven seven years, and I only I left when I had my my oldest son. I just couldn't pull off. Sure. The... No, I'm we we understand. Yeah. Two women with kids and. 
you make know. it work. Yes, you make it work. But I love that. So you took the plunge. You yeah. went through an 18-month program. Yeah. And then so how did, like, and explain to me, too, like, where, like, CrossFit, like, do you think there's a connection with what you were doing physically, too? Because you've always been, like, I looked on your profile, and I, like I said, as I was researching, you know, you've always been athletic. I know you played field hockey. I know you did those things. So, like, what, is there a correlation, I guess, is what I'm asking? between athletics and coaching yes which seems like a simple it's not though answer because athletics and coaching i mean a lot of our you know exactly sports teams have coaches yeah Yeah. um so it's interesting that's a good question and i think it's changed for me so i think in the beginning especially through high school and playing in college um it was part of my identity yeah. And part of an assumption of what I would do and how I would do it, right? And, of course, if you asked me at that time, I would say, of course, this is what I want to do. I, I love it. I love it. Um, but I think as I have gotten older and was training more competitively in CrossFit and now with the trail running things, um, it's more of an expression of myself instead of feeling like I have to. Like wow, I, I yeah. get I get to do these things instead of I have to, and it doesn't feel like – it's a label that I've attached to myself. I do it because I love it. Uh, and it, it yeah. is clear. It's funny. I remember seeing you at the gym. You were in shorts and like your legs were bruised up like my like my three-year-old. And I, and I know that sounds bad. Sorry, he's four. What? But not even just that. But um, three-year-old, three, four-year-olds basically, you know, they run into things. They live haphazardly, <laughs> you know. I, I don't want anyone to get the wrong impression of yeah. why my son has bruises or, you know, Well, it's like my kid's yeah. legs after camp. Yeah, like, after yeah. Camps, summer they're camp. They're dirty camp legs. Yeah, camp legs. Dirty yeah. knees. Yeah. But mosquito I love bites. Mosquito yeah. bites, like little bumps. Like my daughter's walking and rocking this bruise on her shin. I'm like, how'd you do that? She's like, I have no idea, but it hurts. It's like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. But it's like you live and you do it because you want to, not like yeah. you feel like you have to. And that's... That's powerful, and that's amazing. Yeah, and just that subtle shift mentally makes big, big, big difference. I can only imagine. So it's, like I said, I was doing a lot of research um, for this show because I was trying to understand coaching uh, from a lot of different reasons, you know, because I I think that everyone actually could benefit from a coach, and a lot of people don't have one. Um, And I came across this pretty authentic quote about what a coach does, so... Coaches facilitate the development of personal or professional objectives. The coach doesn't provide you with the answers or challenge or even tell you what to do. Instead, the coach acts as a facilitator to help you ask better questions and explore your own answers. They serve as a guide while you create a plan, define outcomes and experiments to move your thinking forward. Think facilitator and action oriented. So it's like, I love that. And I wanted to talk to you and like get your ideas. Like, is that how you feel? You know, do you love it as much as I do? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, no, I think it's a great description of it and would agree with that. Um, And so I think maybe people get confused about that too, right? Um, And I always think about the difference a little bit. So for example, a coach versus a consultant, right? A consultant is someone that you would bring in for their expertise in a certain area that maybe you don't have in your organization or in your life and you're looking for their knowledge like deload, right? Um, A coach, on the other, just what you are describing is someone who can bring out what you already know. And I believe that. I think that everyone already knows the answers. It's buried in there someplace. Subconscious. Yeah, yeah. And so my job is to ask um, what I call powerful questions, right? And with patients or 
strength or whatever it is that that person needs to draw that out of them. And I always say, you know, you alone and me alone doesn't do much, but when you put us together, that's where kind of the magic happens, right? Um, yes. that, that connection and relationship and trust that you build um, with each other. So I, I agree. It's just really about helping that person kind of realize what they already know. That is like, I look at that and I, I think about, well, like in, in Carrie, Carrie and I were along a similar path. We were writing and doing our own things. And it was funny since we've come together, I feel like we've done some pretty powerful <laughs> shit. We're like, we're two different. We have. You know? And yeah. I, that excites and you know what? me. Has it been a year and a half that we know? Or just, or or a year? I met you in May of 18. Was it May or June? Was it May? Or June? I, don't I don't even know. know. Anyway, I just feels like forever. It does. Well, yeah. But like what we do together, because we work so, we have such similar work ethic and um, and we just have this drive to do this, you know, to succeed. We doing it together just helps each other. We support Absolutely. each other. Absolutely. And that's what I love about Melinda. So Melinda will come in there and like, say I like raised my hand and was kind of struggling, you know, not, not, you know, maybe with something that I, like you said, I kind of already knew, but almost it's like you, you talk us through it and in a way that I think that maybe I wouldn't trust like my mom or, or you know, my sister or somebody who I love, but would be not as objective as I would hope they would be because sure. they love me or they're being especially hard on me because they know I could do better. It's like you take somebody from the outside and like you said, alone, you're yes. not as powerful. Oh, Jesus Christ. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm talking with my hands, people. I almost just knocked over my coffee. Um, but alone, you're not as powerful as you are with somebody else and especially somebody knowledgeable like you who, who knows. I love that you said powerful questions yeah. because, wow. Yeah, and also I'm I'm not emotionally involved, y oh, you know. So point. you go to your friends or your family, um, and you can talk in circles, or they're biased with information yep. or personalities. Um, so what? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking. About. <laughs> they are. That's so weird. But you're right. Like you're not. You don't have a stake in it. Yes. Exactly. And usually when people come to me, they already have like some sort of wish or longing or vision um, and they know there's something there that they haven't quite tapped into or they don't know they feel stuck um, so they they're they're ready and willing uh, to, to just go and figure it out that's interesting yeah so, I mean what's and I'm just thinking off cuff here like so two examples so like the obvious one I want to switch jobs but I miss like I look at what you did with the CEO. You're like, I'm not asking. I'm telling you, not everybody can do that. But no, but no. seriously. And like you said, you might have been nervous, but you you did it anyway. And I mean, I'd probably do that. I think Carrie would do that. <laughs> but there's a lot of people that would be like, oh, fuck, no, I'm not. That scares the shit out of me. Yeah. And I'm so afraid of the rejection piece of this that it's going to stifle me moving forward. And so how if I came to you and I'm like, I really need your help. Like, I. Like, what's a powerful question? Like, talk me through it. Like, should I do this? <laughs> like, I know the answer. I know that I should. But, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, Tap into my About a, a career transition. Yeah. Oh, that's it's a longer conversation. But I would start someplace, like, even, like, a, a whimsical question, like, hey, pick up your magic paintbrush. Look in the future, like, six to 12 months. Paint me the picture of your life. What does it look like? What are you doing? What does it feel like? And sometimes it just is like, whoa, you know, I have this opportunity to create my, my dream or my, yep. my, my vision. 
Um, Carrie and I are like, we have a few projects oh, out there. And it, I think I think you're speaking to us. I know. I, well, give me that fucking <laughs> magic paintbrush. <laughs> yes. But it's, it's scary, too, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think like. I, but that's a great idea. Like if you give me your, I'm giving you this tool to express what it is that you need. Yeah. And what is it that you see that you want? And like, and then like, what's that getting, what's the ick getting in the way? Yes. And I think a lot of us, myself included, right? Um, we don't always play big. We don't always dream big because we're not sure it's possible or our, the stories yeah. that we tell ourselves. So just allowing that freedom to think big and dream big, even if it's not what happens in reality, but at least it gives them the, oh, wow, what is possible for me? What am I tolerating now yep. um, that's standing in the way of that? And so that could be a starting, Kids. you know, yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Two-year-olds with flu standing oh, in the way. Actually, <laughs> with the flu. Um, do you, how often do you work with, uh, with you know moms or dads or you know people who've been out of the workforce for a long time who are looking to get back in whether by necessity or because they want something else and they're not sure what their skills are i mean i remember um before i started you know working in podcasting i would do the searches you know um and and to see what I was qualified for. And I was like, yeah. God damn it. I don't have. What were the keywords? I, I, don't, I know, right? <laughs> well, we're not going to go there. But, um, but I, like, I felt so old and I felt like I'm not, you know, there's no way I would get this. And there's, and I don't want to commute into Boston. And I, yes. and, um, and now just, it's just funny because I did this, like, I signed up for this mom project. Do you know this, this mm -hmm. site that matches, it's like mother's hours, you know, or, oh, and I oh. put in my qualifications, not necessarily mother's hours, and but just said, like, wah, wah. and it's like, you are, <laughs> they'll match you. So I'll get emails. And now I just do it for the laughs. Um, I never like took myself off the list but they'll send me I send them to my friend all the time I send her screenshots you are qualified to be a controller for this major company <laughs> oh I'm like God. what I hate math what like no I'm I'll not, be there Monday no. yeah. and, and like <laughs> you're qualified you the job's in Iowa but you can work I'm like what really? yeah so anyway you could but, see Nathan, but but how often that's true um but how often do you work with um mostly moms who've sure. been out of the workforce raising their kids and now they want to get back in and do something. Yeah, th that's tricky. That's tricky, right? Um, so I've had a handful uh, of people like that. Um, I, I have to say, shout out to my mother who actually owns her own business in Buffalo who does... Uh, wow you know career development and outplacement she that's what her business is so i've been around a lot of that you know starting when i was a, in your blood a yes exactly yeah. um exactly right so um that's a that's a tricky one but a lot of times what what we'll do is kind of you know for you for example getting back into the workplace and if you know you want to revisit what you were doing before you can obviously look into that there might be kind of some brushing up on skills that might be you need now to be more relevant um, but a lot of times too I'll sit with people and we'll really kind of hone in on you know what are their core values in their life um, and everyone thinks that they know what they are but when I ask them they can't articulate them so that's such a that's such a foundation for no matter what type of coaching I do I always start there um, so kind of the core values um, what's really important to you and non-negotiable um, in your life like you know I had a woman that said 
I will not commute to Boston. I need to have flexibility. I'm a single mom with three kids, right? So there are certain things that were just not negotiable uh, for her at sure. all. Yeah. Um, so kind of looking at that. And what we tend to do is like look for common threads, right? Like knowing what your skill sets are, your experience are. So it doesn't have to be necessarily in the industry or the job that you were before. But what are is like the overlap? What's the common thread that you can apply um, to other industries, other types of jobs, or how can it translate to something new that really excites you? Because we want that to be part of it too, right? Like what yeah. excites you? What could you see yourself doing? What do you feel motivated to to take on? And, and then it's just getting creative, right? Networking, um, putting yourself out there, um, getting rejected a few times. Yeah. You know, so that's all, that's all part of the, the process, right? Fall, Bitch, please. <laughs> fall, fall down, get oh, back up. Oh, we do that all. A few times. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I think well, Deb, we're I think we're different with what we're with what we're working on. I don't think a lot of um, I think we're we want to take the risk and put so. And I'm not saying we're better than anybody else, um, but sometimes, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, hopefully we are when it comes to some stuff. But um, well, we're came out we're, right. No, but yeah. I mean, it's fair to say we we've written a few unscripted shows and we've put it in front of a lot of people, and now it's like the hurry up and wait mode. And sometimes, you know, by people not getting back to us, it feels like it's it feels like rejection. Sometimes we actually do get rejected. Sometimes, you know, and it's it's like developing a thick skin, but it's also yeah. the that innate need to keep going yes yes and, and, I don't we, think and that's why we work that. together so well is yeah. that we need to keep going this is what we chose we'll talk about it another time yeah. but yeah um but that we are putting so much time and time is such a commodity mm -hmm. um we are putting so much of our time hoping it'll pay off and the chances of it paying off are, are slim. slim but we know that you but know, it'd be worth this is it what we want to do well it's funny because we're crazy and we're crazy totally crazy but melinda brought up a good point so like you're thinking and I, and again maybe carrie and i are the only two people i'm a dream bigger yeah. so like like you said some people are afraid to dream big and i'm afraid to dream little mm. and like so in this this is gonna sound like the the but worst that's comparison. why we get along so well. but right but this is the worst comparison so i love vegas i love you know i, I love the feel of it i love gambling I love drinking, you know, all of the things that you picture. Like, I love, like, wearing my awesome high heels. Like, all those <laughs> things make me so happy. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, Carrie. I love that about you. That, that hurts just thinking about wearing high heels. Oh, girl, I rocked my my rainbow Christian Louboutin shoes oh, the ooh, other day. I saw those. <gasps> Gorgeous. Oh my god! I couldn't walk the next day. <laughs> I couldn't. I'm like, uh, and I drank a little too much, and I was. Uh, Chris, oh god! Chris was helping me to the car, and I'm You're like, stumbling. this is not meant for thick women. I'm too heavy to wear these fucking shoes. I'm like, me, me, me. No, but, it's just high heels. No, anyway. yeah, they, those are probably one of my hairs. But he, but here's the thing. So going back to the Vegas example, <laughs> is that for me, like people are like, you go to Vegas, what do you play? I'm like, oh, I do blackjack, and I get excited. I don't know what I'm doing with crafts, but I'll throw some money on the table and follow the wave <laughs> and walk away. And what, it's kind of like, I hope with a pile of money. But I'm like, I love the slot machines. And they're like, why do you love the slots? The odds are terrible. All of that. It's because I fucking dream big. Mm. And so it's like, it's for me, uh. it's like the what if. So if I were to have you coach me, it would almost be reverse. Yeah. So like, I would look at you and be like, Melinda, you're like, hey, that's really great. Hopefully someone buys our unscripted shows. And Carrie and I have been like, you know, crazy writing. But, you know, what's what's the tween? 
You know what I mean? Like, so it's like, I would look at you. She's, yeah. Calm the fuck down. Calm the fuck down. But like, and so I look at it, but the same thing is true. You know, I, I go to, to Vegas and, and a few times I've hit like a decent jackpot, like a grand or like, you know, yeah. but like, what, what if? And for me, it's not even about the money. It's like the dream of like, holy fuck, it's the story, you know, yeah. cause I'm me. But it's the story, but it's also like, oh, my God, she won a million dollars in the slot machine. Like, that's amazing. And, you know, what'd you do with it? And, like, you know, my kids, their college would be, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's <laughs> it's those stories. I could tell you my whole life after. It's not even about the money. It's the dream. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you're exactly right. And just getting to know someone and asking the right questions, right? Yes. It's helping you, you know realize or understand that there's a few steps between the the winning big or the uh, yeah um so and it that's just a natural progression you know because some of those questions might be um well what what's next or um what do you need to do to put this action you know this plan into action and so you have this big vision but then we kind of funnel it down to you know where do we start today or what's the first step um so then you naturally are going to see like oh hey there's a few things i need to put in place or Maybe it's finding, um, you know, a colleague that has the skill sets that I don't, and we yep. recognize what those what those are, right? So it all kind of gets gets it's, flushed out. Yeah. I, well, it's so funny because, and also everything you're saying, I think, is applicable to wedding planning. Yeah. Because uh, as I t- I'm a wedding coach for lack of a better I don't have the certifications. I I'd say my certifications are my experience with brides and grooms and. <laughs> couples um but a a lot of what i tell them is i allow them to dream big for like a minute Mm -hmm. like what do you want your wedding to look like tell me what you've always thought of or if you haven't thought of like i help them discover that vision right and then i tell them to forget it (laughs) truly right not happening now you gotta funnel it down no it'll happen but it feels really fucking big yeah you know when you and it's exciting and they're excited for it but it also feels like but how am I ever going to get there? Yeah. So in order for you to do it, you have the idea of what you want it to be. And then you say, all right, from now on, we're going to break it off piece by piece. Yeah. And this is how we're going to. And it's so funny because that's exactly, I mean, you, you funnel it down. Like, I know the odds of, like, I don't even actually play the lottery, which is funny because if I was really that big of a dreamer, yeah. you know, I'd go out for the, like, the hundred million, whatever. But, but again, it's more like the slot machines allow me to be interactive as somebody who podcasts I'm interactive as yeah. you know and I, I I think you know with Dr. Charnas last week we talked a lot about interacting with people and I keep going back to what you said like alone I'm alone and you're alone but together we're a force yeah. and that's like I feel that yeah but I think it's also about managing expectations yes and um I mean I've learned over the last few years that just you know, dream big, but manage your expectations. Because, yes. like, what we're doing is a roller coaster. It's a yeah. fucking mind fuck. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no. not bitter, but <laughs> um, but it's just you know, it is. It's still going, but we're cautiously optimistic. Cautiously, and that's you know, self preservation, I guess. Yeah. And I don't know if you find this too with like the your wedding um, clients. A lot of times they they know what they want to feel. Yes. Do you know? And so a lot of times when I'm working with people about a vision or a dream that they have, very often when we kind of double click um, on what that is, it comes back to sometimes either their core values or how they want to feel. So I want to feel energized. I want to feel like I'm excited to get up every day. I want to feel like I'm fulfilled, like I'm giving back or whatever it is, is for them personally. Sure. So I, it sounds like almost the same thing that you're asking them, like, yeah. how do you want to feel on your day? And so 
it could be whatever this yes. huge elaborate thing or it could be very something simple you could have the same feelings at both things i love right? it. well it's true because some of the brides will say i want this to feel like you know my fairy tale like i just got out of the coach or some of them want to say you know what i just want to be surrounded with my friends and family who i know really want to be there and my sig other and yeah. that, and truly that's it oh yeah. and i want the food and booze to be really delicious <laughs> like do you know what i mean yeah. like those are my my hot buttons essentially yeah it's it's funny that you said the you know you kind of like i'll give you an example i don't know how, I, I, maybe it's the coffee today but like <laughs> like you kind of throw your skill level out there like if you're looking to change careers or if you're feeling a little lost when um and i might have talked about this on the podcast before but i kind of accidentally fell into planning for hotels and catering and all that around food something around food i i went to school for food science and then went to become a pastry chef and i'm i'm not and i worked at a, a lovely hotel i worked at a few hotels and then i decided i'm like what skills do i have that are transferable and everybody always said that i could sell anything i could make that wall talk back to me because i'm a do it do it <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> i don't know that was the wall it doesn't know how to articulate um but so i ended up recruiting for a few years and it wasn't yeah. it was funny because it was the same type of thing i get to talk to people it was not it ended up not being a good fit um, for me, it wasn't ADD enough. Like, <laughs> I feel like my industry, you know, weddings or writing or whatever it is, allows me to have a lot of balls in the air and not worry about if I drop a few, <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, so recruiting was a little too tight for me, but this, but, it, but again, I, I kind of did what you said. I, what are my skills that I have that could be transferable, but are not in the hospitality industry? Yeah. I wanted to do something that was different. I wanted to have my Saturdays back. I wanted to find something, but I didn't know exactly what that was. And my sisters both are like now HR recruiting and it, it's a, it's, it's a long story, but they kind of, both of them actually kind of coached me through and said, you should be like us. Like you'd be really great at this yeah. and you could sell shit and people <laughs> would buy it. And I was like, Oh, okay. But all right. So here's moving on just a tiny bit. Cause I will tangent today. Carrie's looking at me like, yeah, bitches. That's all right. I know. It's kind of fun, it's not though. a bad thing. All right. So I feel like people worry about the perception mm -hmm. of obtaining a coach. Like, yeah. they're subpar somehow for needing, uh, like, or maybe they're underperforming or something along that, like, in life or in work. And that prevents them from not, maybe not getting the help that they need, but kind of gyps them out of improving, yeah. truly. So, obviously, professional athletes understand the power of coaching, so why don't the majority of people think that coaching is fruitful? Like, what do you, I mean, you've probably been up against that a little bit. So what do you, I mean, how do you deal with the pushback, I guess? Most of the time people coming to me are not in that camp. Um, but having said that, there have been times, so I was in, um, I was a coach at um, a medium-sized biotech for over four years um, here in Boston. And actually, that was the industry that I started in, um, biotech. So I was there for a long time. Um, and probably 90% of the clients coming to me were like, yes, let's get started. But there was always a few that were kind of nominated to be in this coaching program <laughs> that when they showed up, it was very clear they didn't want to be there. And there was a number of reasons, right? They were too busy. They thought they had it all figured out. They didn't have any issues. Um, and kind of what I was alluding to earlier, it's like, you can't do much with that if they're not willing, you know, if they're not engaged sure. um, in, in the process. Um, 
I don't know. Do you do you feel like there is still a lot of pushback? I don't. I personally don't hear babies because they don't want to offend me. <laughs> I'm not. Everyone's being I'm, nice. I'm not, I'm not sure, but I think certainly it's been around a long time, even around you know coaching or therapy. Um, kind of you know like I don't you know you're weak if you are reaching out out to people. Um, do you still feel? Do you still have friends that have that feeling of being judged? I think we all do, honestly. But yeah. like I, I am so pro therapy. We've talked a lot. Yeah. Like, like I said, we just interviewed Dr. Charnas again. She's been on before, um, just about therapy in general, self help, and the coaching for me. I think is super important. Like I don't feel like that, but I also feel like we're this awesome movement right yeah. now, where people who might have felt that coaching, like what the fuck is it? Why do we need it? Are now like, oh, like I, the research is there yeah. and. <clears throat> big people like Bill Gates are saying everyone really needs a life coach because it's not even just your life. It's it's almost like the work-life balance. It's it's what you said. It's how am I, what's going to get me out of bed and be like, I'm excited. Like yeah. I used to have Sunday night blues and that's when I realized I hated my job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't ever have Sunday night blues anymore. Yeah. You know, I, I kind of like look forward to Monday. So like get started back to and school. back to school. Well, Sorry, truly. kid. No, but true. But like, it, yeah. it's true. Like, so I can I can switch hats like that's when I get excited yeah. so I can start writing and either writing my podcast or writing with Carrie or writing whatever it's some article I'm working on it's that and I'm like oh my god I'm but I'm in it you know yeah. what I mean and I think I mean do you think people have I mean I've I mean I think that there are some people that do but but those are the people that are anti-therapy too I think I think also people with um you know, I mean, I'm in the, the high school, like a couple of kids in high school and, you know, everyone's thinking about college, everyone's thinking about spending. And, and I think that, um, while therapy is a necessity and, um, I think life coach could be a necessity and, um, all these things that are necessity, like people might look at it as a luxury and something that they can't necessarily spend the money on. Oh, um, I mean, I have a friend who's like an organization. She does, you know, I'm going to plug it. She does like clutter she calls herself clutter md so she she helps people declutter <laughs> and i would love for her to come to my house i don't need that I and help me declutter but like it's a luxury you know yeah. and it's yeah. and it's does that could that money go towards something else so i think that that um but i i think it's very important to have a life coach if you're trying to figure out you know i have friends who want to go back to back to what i was asking before like i have friends who want to go back to work they need to go back to work um, but what are their skills and what types of things can they do and yep. how do they balance it all? And how, you know, it's hard to get out of that mode of, well, this is, this is where I am right now. Like I'm, this is my role in this family and my life and taking care of the kids, but I need to make that like, like I need yep. to make that switch to being in an office environment or, yes. or do like, yep. what are my skills? What can I do? So, yep. um, and it's hard. I mean, I got really lucky with my job, you know, with what I'm doing now, I got really, really lucky, yep. but I worked for it, you True. know? Um, so I think that, you know, it's people needing to get back into or get to that next phase of life so they can help, um, contribute, I guess. Yeah, I think that's ex exactly right. All the, and a lot of times what I found is people are at the point where they 
are they just can't handle whatever it is anymore. Oh. Um, and, you know, have you seen the model? I call it the it's, it's based off of Covey's work, but I call it the donut model for people that don't know. <laughs> but basically, so like the hole, right, is what we call like our comfort zone, right? And it's where we naturally live every day, right? We can't be any place. I'm in the of, middle of a donut. <laughs> that's exactly. I just want yeah. dream, dreams coming true. Dreams right? coming true. Yeah. And on the outside, you could also think of it like a target, right? Okay. On on the outside is the vision, whether that's the new job or getting back into the career force, whether it's um, kind of, you know, losing body fat, whatever your goal is, whatever um, leadership skills. Um, And in the middle, that kind of middle ring are are all like your fears, your insecurities, vulnerability, the hard work, um, the time when you're not going to have money when you're figuring it out, whatever it is. And those are the hardships. But when you're standing like your toes on the line of the middle of the donut and that pull of the magic of the vision is strong enough to pull you through all the shit. You don't care. And you're willing to go through that to get to the other side. So a lot of times people come to me when their toes are on the line. They're like, I need to get through this. I don't know how. But I'm willing to spend the time or the resources to help me figure that out. Wow. That's a a great visual. No, no, no. It does. Because it's like they're on the, well, because you said it's like you're not giving them the answers. You're helping them navigate it. Yeah. And so if their toes are on, like they're on the cusp and they know it. Yes. I think that's, yeah, I think that's exactly right. So wow. that's, that's where I see a lot of people come coming in. Um, and I think the other side too, uh, I've seen people of like, right, we have this in our society um, or kind of cultural <laughs> pressure um, of everything needs to be bigger, faster, stronger, better. And I think there was a song. <laughs> It doesn't kill you. I think it's a Kanye song. Yeah, I think it's, like, I think it's on the playlist. It might be on the no. playlist. <laughs> you were boxing too. Oh, you mean Eminem yesterday? <laughs> um, but you're absolutely a hundred percent right. Yep, you're right. Yeah. Yes. So um, I think when the idea of being vulnerable or kind of really being truthful with ourselves, that like. I actually don't have it all together. Um, like I have a coach at times, you not all the time, but I know at certain times of my life I need one. Absolutely. Um, so being willing to go there um, to figure it out and being truthful that it's hey, I raise my hand, um, and you know what, you're gonna if you can find someone that's supportive and able to help you wade through that, it's so worth it. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and it's funny that and like I said, this is bitchless bride and beyond. This isn't just about weddings, but I believe fully that if you are getting married having a coach because it's not like you're just juggling the decisions about getting married. You could be struggling a little bit with your sig other or their family or, you know, whatever it might be, like, what's your after, right. you yes. know, yeah, I was just gonna how say. are you going to, yeah. How are you going to feel after the wedding? And like, what am I going to do when I don't have something else to focus on and yeah. I got to actually deal with my life again. Yeah. And that's probably a really good time to get a coach, like right, right when you get married and then right after. after. <laughs> like, yeah. But I really think that everyone needs a coach because there's, it's, it, I mean, there's nothing wrong with bouncing something off of somebody who's completely objective, who doesn't, who's not paid to tell you what you want to hear. Like we said, like, it's not like Carrie would be like, <laughs> well, you know, Deb, you're really good at this yeah. and go for it when maybe she's like, no, you definitely no, should, you not should. <laughs> you should not go for it. But we have some friends in our lives who will absolutely tell us that. And then we have some friends who are going to like look out for our feelings or be afraid to hurt us. Yep. 
And so maybe they won't be as truthful. That's I'm not saying you're mean. I'm just saying like. No, no, no. And in fact, that's something that we talk about. Um, I call it kind of like the discovery session or designing an alliance with them, right? Is like, how do you want me to be? What do you need from me as your coach? And everyone's sure. different. Some people are like in a really broken state and they need compassion and patience and understanding. And some people, they, they, they will say to me like, I need you to hold me accountable. I need you to be blunt with me because I won't get it otherwise. Um, and so it just depends what everyone's looking for. And we Is talk about. CrossFit. <laughs> I need to be accountable. I'm like, that sounds like when I go to the trainers, like, why did you eat pasta at 930 last night? <laughs> to do that. Well, even like I have a current client, like she is um, actually so accomplished in, in so many ways. And what she wanted to work on was her household. How do I make sure my fridge is stocked? And I know what they have to, and it's not, she's like, I know it sounds ridiculous. She's like, but those are the things that throws me off for everything else in my life. Well, you open the fridge every day yeah. and yeah. you see it. And it's like, it's a trigger of going like, oh my God, I, you know, it's so funny that you said that before I left for the studio today, I'm like, there was dishes in my sink. And I think I was like, Meh. like I was starting oh, to I, I couldn't I leave. Couldn't, with, I didn't. I couldn't leave the house I didn't. with dishes. There's, I didn't. Oh, really? There are no come to my house. I think I need to hire you to help me manage dinner every night every of the night, week because every night. I have five people who eat different things oh, and it's like you're not a short order it cook. makes me crazy we can do that yeah so I mean, <laughs> she's like and I'm judging you yeah. well no, no it's funny because some people right have these big sweeping strategic vision things that they want to help figure out and then other people like have they're like I just need help putting a schedule in place and habits in place to help me just be smoother in my life, not stress about these little things. And yeah. it frees me up to concentrate on some of the, the bigger things. So you're so not we, focusing we, on the small We shit. get everything. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. but that's great. But like yeah. sometimes, like, like I said, it was so dumb. And I'm like, I got time. I'm going to as fast as I can I'm going to unload my dishwasher I'm going to reload it because today my I knew my schedule is tight and I'm having some friends over yeah. and I was like oh my god if I don't do this people are going to come home in my house and then meet them in the sink and I was like I can't handle it I like cannot handle I love it, it. Okay. But it, so it's different. So the life coaching is different than the career coaching, obviously. But she does both, right? So it's interesting, right? So I, and I remember hearing this when I was going through my coaching curriculum. They're like, it doesn't matter what the topic is. You don't even need to hear the person's story. And in fact, sometimes we advise you not to hear the whole story because the details don't matter. What Ooh. matters is the person sitting across from you, how they're feeling. Are they stuck? What are they trying to, you know, to do in their in their life? So it. it I can, there is definitely a common thread how I coach and approach everybody, whether it is at CrossFit Launchpad with, we're talking nutrition and health, sure. where we're talking leadership, um, or whether we're talking about how to keep the fridge stocked. Yeah. Um, and it's really, it's really just about understanding the person sitting across from me and all of the same coaching, I don't know, toolbox or resources sure. apply in all the same situations. And certainly I pull out different things like, you know, we might not be, we might be talking about different things around nutrition and specifics um, or around leadership skills, but really it's just the, the basics about human beings sitting across from you and asking them what they're looking for. Wow. That's awesome. That's yeah. been such a powerful yeah. theme over the last few yeah. weeks. No, seriously, it's true. It's like going back to the human connection. Yeah. Well, and Dr. Turn has talked about yeah. um, asking for help. Asking for help. And sometimes that and means therapy is, and sometimes right. that means Melinda, yeah. you know, and, and, and a coach. And we all need one. Yeah. So I was just going to ask you. So there's this great article I was reading in Forbes about coaching. And there's they gave all these bullet points. And my favorite, my favorite super obvious tidbit from the articles was that coaching makes people feel happier, right? Mm -hmm. 
coaches help you identify and align your values, create a focus, cut through the bullshit, et cetera. Like, right? Like, yeah. are we all like, yay, like that? Because, you know, I mean, I think yeah. that's so obvious, but I, I think that we all forget that. Like, a coach, that woman was getting stuck because her refrigerator, she had, like, condiments. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and maybe she had a family, I don't know, but, but that was... But again, she has to open her fridge to get her Brita. She's got to open her fridge to get, you know, whatever it is that she's getting a hard boiled egg out of the out of the, out of there. And every time she opens, like you think about how many I I must have opened my fridge. I mean, I have kids, so I think it's a little different. But I must have opened my fridge before eight o'clock, probably like sixteen times. And I'm not even exaggerating. Open and close. Who wants milk? And if I had to see that sixteen times as a reminder of a of somewhere where I feel like I'm failing. That is seriously, you know what I mean? Carrie's like, and dinner sucks. <laughs> well, it's the mornings do too, but that's a whole other Yeah, the story. mornings are a shit show. Mm. Oh my God. Melinda, any final thoughts, tidbits, pieces of advice? I would just say kind of be honest with yourself and where you are and, you know, what you're looking for. Right. Just yes. even even pausing um, a lot of times. That's all it takes. Right. Is having a dedicated time to just pause and do a little reflection. Um, and then that that can just prompt you whether it's like you want to take action or do something about it. Or if you're like very fulfilled and happy where you are, but just taking a moment to pause and kind of take stock of, of where you are. I love that. Yeah. And I also love that you said you pause and maybe you don't need it right now and you're fulfilled and you're happy and then you said there are times in your life where maybe you're like you know what i need a coach for a little while because i am feeling slightly waving waving wavy. coachable coachable it, yeah coachable. and it's moldable it's evolving right we're different now than we were two months ago or two years ago so our lives change right and they flow yes. so different times call for different things yes oh my yeah. god you oh, i'm so glad you're here thank you so much for being here how Anytime. can people find you melinda um, so I'm on, you can DM me on Instagram, um, Melinda Keegan 31, or you can just reach out, um, email, which is just, uh, Melinda at CrossFit launchpad.com. Yay. Oh my God. And first of all, what I, I got to get your picture. I might steal some from your Instagram too. What you're not seeing of Melinda outside of her very, very calming, awesome demeanor voice and her body, her physique. Oh I'm sorry. I got, I got to go there. She's strong kick-ass I've seen her like do pull-ups like it ain't no thing like just everything about you is awesome and I seriously I'm so glad that you came here to share what you do outside of the gym too because you kick major ass at the gym and like I feel like the people who see you in action are like holy fuck but no but aside from that like the the coaching advice the knowledge everything seriously thank you so much for being here and yeah. uh thank you for having me you guys are you guys are awesome <laughs> I, I listen to you on my walks uh with my with my, oh, with my dog yeah. yeah. I'm laughing out loud and people are looking at me but that's fine and you know what? <laughs> oh, the laugh out loud, the laugh out loud. <laughs> yes. yes like well, literally <laughs> well thank you and you know what on that note you can find me at hello at bitchlessbride.com you can find me on the social that and if you need to bride. reach me then you can don't bother <laughs> get in touch with them get in touch with my people awesome. <laughs> Just... <laughs> um, Sorry, continue. It's all right. Hello, Bitchless Bride. <laughs> and then you can also find me on the socials at Bitchless Bride. And if you like our podcast, please don't forget to rate us and review please. us, whether it's on um, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you are listening. We really appreciate it. And if you have any ideas that you want to hear 
or questions, comments, concerns. We are all like, we want to hear everything. So we appreciate you. Thank you for listening. And that's all I Thank got. You. Bye. Bye.